0: But things like Coach K saying it's his, you know, got him on the right barbecue bus. Um, Things like that just, I don't know, they resonate with us because it's our local community, Mm. um, which is what we really, and I don't know, we just, we want to be a part of the community, want to support our community. And it's nice when our community, as well as the national people, recognize us. Welcome
1: to the North Carolina Foods We Love podcast, a show all about sharing the stories of authentic, homegrown North Carolina food and drink brands. Presented by Carolina Packers, home of North Carolina's famous Brightleaf Hot Dog. Welcome in. There's no place like North Carolina, and we're excited we get to share this great state with you. I'm your host, Justin Raymond, and today we are interviewing Patrick Ford from Bone Sucking Sauce. Thanks for being on here, Patrick.
0: Hey, thanks, Justin. Thanks for having me, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I love your sauce. You know, every year when we go to the NC State Fair, we see you guys there, and I actually grew up eating your sauce on on ribs and chicken. And uh, my parents actually introduced me to your to your sauce, so I'm very excited.
0: Oh, nice, thanks, man. Well, obviously, I love you guys, uh, your products as well. I grew up eating your hot dogs too, man. So, yeah, <laughs> kudos,
1: perfect match. All right, so let's let's jump into it. What is your background?
0: My background, uh, grew up in the produce business at the farmer's market in Raleigh, and uh, went off to college, Got a uh, down in Charleston, South Carolina, got a corporate communications degree um, with international marketing, and then came back to work in the family business, and uh, that was it, man.
1: So how, how long has your business been open?
0: Uh, the Ford's Produce, uh, the business I grew up in, um, mm-hmm. we've been around since 1946, since my wow. great-grandfather and my granddad and my great uncle. Wow. Um, and the bone sucking sauce has been around since commercially since 1992. Okay. So we say it's a 30-year overnight success.
1: <laughs> I can understand that. So yep. it's, it's a true family business, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yep. Here, you know, the office that I work in now is called Ford's Gourmet Foods, and mm-hmm. we are the master distributors for bone sucking sauce. Um, And my mom and I work in this office, and my dad and my brother work in our produce office, um, which are right next to each other and also highly competitive with each other, even though we're family because that's how (laughs) it is.
1: I I bet that's interesting.
0: (laughs) It is. It very much so is.
1: So what's your what's your role for the company? I know you said you went and got a communications degree. Are are you in charge of marketing, or what does your uh, day to day look
0: like? Yeah, and everything else. (laughs) <laughs> you know, part of, part of a family business. Jump on the forklift, wrap a pallet. you know, put a box in a customer's car. Um, sweep the floor, clean the bathroom. You get to do it all. That's the great uh, part about a family business.
1: Yeah, it's it's never boring.
0: No, not at all. So let's let's jump
1: into it. There's a huge sign behind you that says Bone Sucking Sauce. Please tell the audience what, what that's all about.
0: Uh, Bone Sucking Sauce. Um, where Bone Sucking Sauce came about. My grandmother used to make a barbecue sauce, um, my grandmother forward, and then my uncle decided he could make it and make it better. And he did. He made a wonderful sauce that we would have at our family cookouts and gatherings um, and family reunions. and any event, my uncle Philip would cook for it. And it was so good um, that my mom and dad asked him, like, hey, can we partner up and let's take this thing to the market? We think we can do something. Not just the farmer's market, but other markets and other stores. Um, And they they came to an agreement that they would like to do that. And then on the way to find me an apartment in college, my dad and my mom and I were riding in the car and uh, trying to come up with a name. And mom came up with bone sucking sauce because it was so good to her that it made her want to suck the bones Mm -hmm. and um, on the chicken and everything else. And it reminded her of her mom who would never waste anything and would always, you know, just get in there and get every piece off of what she was eating. And, uh, so that was it. That's where the name came from. It was the, we couldn't come up with a better one. It was, everybody knew what it was when you said it, it didn't need any other explanation and it started from that. And And, 30 years later, it's still, still kicking.
1: Yeah. I think truly, I think it's, it's the perfect name for it. I mean, honestly, you just, to me, I think about ribs, um, you know, just yeah. taking that meat right off the bone and and then you want more of it. Right. And so you go back. For more oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's that's, never amazing. Enough. That, that's awesome. That's the idea. So how long did it take your uncle to? Well, he was trying to replicate his mom's recipe, right? How long did it take him to try to create something that everybody thought was good?
0: Um, I don't remember it ever not being good. <laughs> um, ever since I was, you know, I was a lot younger then we were doing these cookouts. Uh-huh. Um, but I never remember anybody saying, "No, it's not there yet." Uh-huh. You know, he was really good at what he was doing, and you know, he'd bring the big pig cookers out, cook quarters, chicken quarters, and hogs. I mean, everything. And it was always a line of people, everybody coming back for seconds and thirds. Um, it 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 was a hit from the beginning when he started doing it. I don't again, I don't remember it ever not being wonderful and bone (laughs) sucking.
1: No, I I believe you, because I mean, just looking at your website and just being around your product, you've won several awards. Can you name several off off the top of your head that you guys won over the years?
0: Uh, Let's see. One of the ones we're most proud of is Health Magazine A Plus. That that says a lot about what we want to be. We we want to be an item that you could find the ingredients in your own pantry, you know, and it's made the same way, same ingredients, same idea of the very first couple of jars. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, that says a lot to our tribe that we're clean ingredients. Um, also we are, you know, Newsweek number one. So saying that we are so good that Newsweek chose us as the favorite barbecue sauce of the country. Um, that that's a big one
1: in the country. Um,
0: yeah, that was in um, wow. Newsweek magazine. Yeah, number one sauce there is. Um, how do you how do you get that award? Like, is there a competition we, or or how does that work? No, they actually sent a team here and to our show in New York, and uh, they took thirty two rolls of film. Uh, we cooked for them and all that, but they were they were set on it before they sent the crew here. Okay, uh, they just loved our product and uh, they wanted to tell their readers about it. And uh, the month it came out in Newsweek magazine was the same time as Katrina. Oh. And so Katrina took the story, and we became a small part of that article. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's I've, understandably Katrina took yep. you know center stage. Um, but that that was a really that was a big one for us. Um, but things like Coach K saying it says you know got him on the right barbecue bus. Um, things like that just I don't know they resonate with us because it's our local community, mm. um, which is what we really. And I don't know. We just we want to be a part of the community. We want to support our community, and it's nice when our community as well as the national people recognize us. Mm-hmm.
1: How often are you submitting your sauce to like competitions and, and things like that?
0: We don't. Very rare. Um, what we usually we're very fortunate. Usually, what happens is we we get contacted after the fact, and we weren't aware that it was there, or they mm-hmm. were judging it, um, which was very fortunate for us uh food and wine magazine number one in food and wine that was also a big one wow. just because we feel like those are chefs those are also people at home mm-hmm. it kind of you know crosses both platforms so that that meant a whole lot as well
1: what do you think makes your sauce so good like why do you i know i know you're gonna be a little biased here but i mean just, right got be just like truly
0: didn't, didn't we change it
1: why why do you um, think you won all these awards and then have so much recognition for your
0: sauce? Honestly, I think because everybody feels like it's local to them. I really do. I, I you know, when I tell people the sauce that we're based in Raleigh, they can't believe it. They're like, "Oh wow, I didn't know where it was, but I always felt like it was local, but I wasn't sure." Mm-hmm. But if you go to Ohio, they think it's local there. If you go to California, they feel like it's local. If you go to New York, they feel like it's local. Wow. Um, it just has that hometown feel. So I think it's, it's something people can appreciate because it tastes like something they may have grown up on. And now it makes me really feel old that people say they did grow up on it. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe it's been around that long. When people that I think, you know, aren't old enough to, or, you know, definitely, I think they're almost my age. And then they start saying they grew up on it. I'm like, oh my God, it has been that long. It's been around a while. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm sorry for saying that at the beginning. I mean, I'm only in my 30s. I hope that doesn't hurt you too bad.
0: No, not at all. That, that makes sense. That's the crowd we get, you know, of people that, you know, that age, you you did grow up on it and that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I grew up on your product, so that's a good thing.
1: (laughs) So what are all the products you offer?
0: Oh gosh. Um, our let's see our mustard, which I think is phenomenal. We just won a world championship with that.
1: Wow.
0: Um. Yeah, our mustard on your hot dogs. That's <laughs> it's hard to beat that, man. What is um, what does the way.
1: bottle look like for the mustard? Is it still like the moonshine looking jar?
0: Yeah, it looks oh, just man. like a uh, like a smaller pint of the sauce.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, and um, but our our sweet spicy run won, won the national competition, and our our, our original won the world comp. Um, at the mustard museum. And, uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, our wing sauces are very popular. We have a honey habanero, which goes over really well. It just won, um, a big wing competition in Kansas city. So that was kind of cool. Um, our chicken rub is fantastic on chicken. Our steak rub is outstanding. Um, let's see, what else do we have that I'm looking up here? Our hiccup and hot for those who like it really hot. So hot. It makes them hiccup. Um, we got a thicker style, a brand new item that we've just come out with is a bone-sucking sauce and it's called sweet Southern. And it is phenomenal. Um, it's my dad's recipe. It's just, it's got enough tanginess and enough sweetness and a little bit of spice in it that it's a, uh, it's a true winner. We, we are very fortunate of all the feedback, the positive feedback we got from that. And that's in a pint-sized jar. It looks just like the bone-sucking sauce. And underneath you'll see it says sweet Southern where the thicker style is on the uh, on the pints.
1: What, uh, and what when, kind of food do you put the sweet southern sauce on?
0: I like it on barbecue chicken. Barbecue. You get a okay. little bit of spice and some burnt marks on some barbecue chicken, it's a, it's a good day. It's a really good day.
1: <laughs> is there vinegar in it?
0: Yeah, apple cider. Okay. And in that one, instead of honey, which we use in our other bone second sauces, like the main ones, we are using a cane sugar. So it caramelizes. Ooh. Really good that last five ten minutes. Just yeah. yeah, it's it's a hit. Very happy with it.
1: But yeah, so we're just we need to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Carolina Packers. Home of North Carolina's favorite hot dog, the famous Brightleaf Hot Dog. Carolina Packers has been making it with fresh local pork and beef in Johnson County, North Carolina since nineteen forty one. There's nothing like it in the country. Find the closest store to you with Brightleaf Hot Dogs at Find. Brightleaf.com. Or if you're not in North Carolina, order them online at carolinapackers.com and get 20% off with promo code best food. That's promo code best food.
0: And we don't come out with products just to come out with products to chase a trend. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that we're making at home or we're using around the house or we're using for family events. And we think this is good enough. We need to share with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not trend chasers. Um, we, I don't know. I don't know that, that we could chase any trends. You know, I, I think the way we do it is we want people to believe in it. If we come out with it, mm-hmm. it's worth coming to market with. And if it's not, we won't come out with it. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how we do it.
1: No, I'll let that as, as a family business. I would imagine you guys are together a lot and uh, you eat together. Are you guys constantly coming up with new recipes or trying new things? How How does that work?
0: No, not really. Um, okay. It'll take years for a new product to come out. Typically, it's got to be something that we're like, oh, yeah, that that's not only great. It's great enough for someone to buy it over what they are eating already mm-hmm. and then keep supporting it. So it's it's real hard to come up with an item that actually does that. And so no, not not very often do we come out with new items.
1: OK, OK. What are the most popular
0: products you sell? Uh, our bone sucking sauce. Uh, that, that, <laughs> what, that, what about next? That two after that. <laughs> let's see. Our uh, thick, regular, like our thicker style bone sucking sauce is very popular. Um, our original rub, uh, seasoning rub, which we used to call a rib rub back in the day, and then realized that people were using it on other stuff other than ribs, so we changed it to seasoning and rub. Mm-hmm. Um, our steak seasoning is a real popular and very delicious. Um, let's see. Uh, those are probably our our biggest and our mustard, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've seen in our teriyaki. You know, that's a good product too. I, again, if if it's not great, we're not gonna we're not gonna do it. So, if mm-hmm. I keep saying yeah, I like this one too or I like that one too, mm-hmm. it's because I do. Again, we wouldn't be coming out with them if we didn't. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what do you think? You, I know I know you're gonna say your best like a sauce is good on everything. But is there one thing that you love to eat it on more than anything? Ribs. Ribs,
0: yep. I I love good ribs. Yeah, it's hard to be good baby back Mm -hmm. ribs. I like North Carolina style baby back ribs. Just, yeah, it's just hard to be. Really is. You get it where it's just coming away from the bone. Mm -hmm. Just real good and just, uh, yeah, tender and juicy. Yeah, it's hard to be good ribs. That's what I just did for Father's Day, as a matter of fact, for my dad. Oh, nice. Yep. That's a good gift right there. It was, man. Six racks. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, man. There wasn't, there wasn't very much left over at the end. Oh, I, I would imagine. So it was fun. Yeah, it was good. Really good. What else and do you that actually we did that did The Sweet Southern. Uh, Sweet that Southern? When, This year we did the Sweet Southern. Um, oh. Sometimes I'll put our regular rub on there because it's mm-hmm. outstanding on pork um, and give a different, or even I'll mix our regular rub, 80%, 20% our hot rub. Mm hmm. And just to give it a little bit of layers to the flavor. Um, and I think pork does well if you add a little spice to it anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it can handle it and people like it a little Just a little bit, not much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just enough for everybody. Just maybe one little sniffle every every three or four ribs, and that's about <laughs> it.
1: Do you have recipes on your website or social media that people can find?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we have about 400 now. Oh, man. And Only 400? I, yeah, only 400. We need to get to work. Um, it's just and a lot of these are people tell us how they use it. And we're like, oh, my gosh, let's try it. Let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, our tribe, our people, our group, everybody keeps helping us add to those recipes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because a lot of people that use our products know more about it than we do by the end of it, because they're, they're so good at using it. Mm-hmm. They'll come up and tell us how to use it. And that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We love hearing that.
1: Yeah. I think we've experienced that too over the years. People will email us like, Hey, have you tried this?
0: No. Oh wow.
1: You know, that's, that's that's a great idea. So yeah,
0: that's fun. Isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Love that.
1: So dealing with family isn't easy sometimes. I know, I know you love them, but do you have any tips for other family businesses out there as far as working together? Um, some things you should do and not do just anything that would be helpful.
0: Um, my parents are really good about being very clear. Um, so, so much so that when my brother and I were graduating college, we both knew if we came into the business, what our roles would look like. And I'm obviously, too, saying this is our dream; it may not be your dream. So, only come here if you want to be here. Wow. Um, and you know, and and to be unclear is to be unkind. Mm-hmm. So very clear and uh, concise on what we were told if we wanted to come into the business. So I think if you are going to work with family, no gray area. I think everybody has to have their roles and their places mm-hmm. and be very clear. And I think that that'll go a long way and don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. And i uh, very fortunate that the way we're set up here, that's the way it is.
1: Uh, that's very helpful. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. So, it's, not, so right now in our podcast, it's almost tailgate season. Do you,
0: yes. do you find Excited yourself though.
1: going to college football games or sporting events and, and bringing your sauce with you?
0: No, I don't. I like to watch <laughs> at home. Um, but I do grill out of the backyard, and we support all those who do. I've been to several, you know, tons and tons of tailgates. We used to cook at tailgates and hand out plates uh-huh. um, at the, all the local games around here um different colleges obviously it's a big deal here um uh, mm-hmm. but now I watch from home I have a good comfy couch mm-hmm. maybe the grill going in the backyard going in and out getting some wings stuff like that um mm-hmm. but no I'm I'm pumped we're excited about back to school and tailgating for sure mm-hmm. it's a big time of the year for us and then it goes into the holiday season so it, and then we got Super Bowl yep so yeah this is uh at the end of summer where everybody thinks it's kind of scaling down this is where we're getting ready to make another make another run at it mm-hmm so we're pumped.
1: Yeah, there's nothing bad about being in AC watching football. Like that's that's not no. a bad. It's <laughs> hard,
0: especially those first few games. It's a yeah. little toasty out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Who's your uh, who's your college team?
0: Well, see, I went to school down in South Carolina, so I won't say anything about that. Um, oh, okay. around here, as far as football goes, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I like I like state and I like I, I and it's kind of weird because I did go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I like state, UNC and Duke. Oh man, um, you know okay yeah, know, I can make some people upset, ruffle some yeah. feathers by liking all three. but if I get to go to a game, which I will you know, time to time with some buddies or family, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. any of those is fun. Mm-hmm. it's just need to be in the in the environment and feel the excitement.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so let's, I'm gonna ask you an important question now. Where can people find your products?
0: Oh wow. Um, <laughs> in this area, in particular North Carolina, you can go to Harris Teeter. Lowe's Foods, you can go to Foodline, um, you can go to Publix, you can go to uh Lowe's Home Improvement, Ace Hardware. Now a new one is Tractor Supply, um, Carly C's, uh IGA's, oh, gosh, uh new sports shop, Cabela's Bass Pro, um, and a lot of the specialty stores too that you know um that I'm not thinking of or not mentioning right now, but we have so many wonderful specialty stores down in Andrew, the butcher shop down there one in Benson, um, the great butcher shop there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, we're so fortunate, um, that our community supports us so much.
1: Wow. So are you, are you just in North Carolina or have you branched out to other States? I mean, I think you mentioned you're in Ohio and stuff
0: too. So are you, are you Um,
1: all over the country?
0: We are. We're, um, you know, again, we've been doing it thirty years, so we've mm-hmm. had time to kind of, you know, get it into different areas. One of the one of the ways that we were able to spread into these other areas was with me being down in Charleston. There's a market down there that a lot of tourists go to, mm-hmm. and so Miss Small's down there. Um, when I got that account, she asked me to take her daughter to the dentist and sit with her while she was getting her teeth pulled out. Wow! Um, and then we had to give her an exclusive for the Charleston market, and then we would have the Charleston market. <laughs> Um, so when people go to the Charleston market, they travel back not only uh, to the southeast, but all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And so they would take the product back home and then call us and ask yeah. how to get more. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom had this wonderful idea uh, back in the time, and we still do it, that we don't compete with our retail stores. So we tell those people when they call from Ohio or Iowa or wherever, get your favorite store to bring it in for you. Mm -hmm. And so we'd send them a kit, like a kit, a sales kit, they could take that Mm -hmm. kit to their local store and get, and sell it to the store. Interesting. And then we'd send them a jar out of that first case. Um, So we were able to grow that way all over the United States. Um, And then uh, mom and I back in early two thousands went to our first trade show in uh, London, Mm -hmm. England, and we were able to pick up some customers there and we kind of did that same model um, in different places. And we're in uh, over 80 countries now. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a, again, 30-year overnight success. So a lot of travel, a lot of demos, a lot of cooking, a lot of trade shows, hundreds and hundreds of all of those Mm -hmm. um, in all these different places. But, yeah, we were able to to grow it that way.
1: That's incredible. It's been fun. Wow. So you're in 80 different countries. I was going to ask you, you know, what the future looks like. For bone sucking sauce and, and your company. Do you plan on being in even more countries? Are you guys maxed out or
0: or what? Oh, yeah, what is the future sure. hold? No. Yeah, hopefully, you know, more and more. If anybody has a want for it and has a grill or anywhere to, to cook on it, yeah. you know, or cook cook it or mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're all about expanding. Um, yeah, I think the future is like we have a new item that we're working on right now, as a matter of fact, it's a, a garlic, salt, pepper uh, with onion. Um, so that's uh, that's a new item. We're always okay. you know, cooking, and so, but yeah, I think the future just us continuing to be consistent at what we do, keeping our customers, you know, happy, mm-hmm. listening to them, and and do what we need to do to keep everybody going in the right direction.
1: Is your sauce in any restaurants? I know you mentioned retail outlets.
0: Yep. It is, and it's, it's fun because some of the the restaurants we sell to are next door to another restaurant that also has <laughs> our sauce, and they both don't know that they're – but they're, a lot of people like to doctor our sauce. Um, they doctor it up. They'll make it their own, which is wonderful, even at barbecue competitions and stuff like that. If you go behind and start looking around, you'll see a bunch of our half-gallons sitting there, our gallons, oh, wow. and then they're putting it in a pot or making it their own and, and getting it the way they want it. But restaurant chefs notorious <laughs> for – for working and doctoring and making it their own. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are in several restaurants all over the world.
1: Wow. I, mean, I think it's just incredible how you take this product, this family owned business and just expand it all over
0: the world. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's, it's a great product too. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate it. But without the first jar and the first, the name and mm-hmm. the product backing up the name. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was a great fit. We're very fortunate.
1: Is there anything else you want to talk about that I didn't ask you about or, or cover before we get off?
0: Um, other than I want to hear y'all's whole story, because I think what y'all have done is incredible, too. Um, so maybe we'll do that on another podcast We're Yeah, catch up <laughs> on that. But, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, thanks, everybody, for helping us to get where we are. I mean, obviously, it's our customers and our, our tribe that makes us who we are. Because mm-hmm. if we just come up with products and nobody uses them, it's not much good. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they don't keep giving us the feedback, we won't keep growing and learning. So it's definitely a big team effort and with everybody that supports us. So thanks everybody. Really. Thank y'all. Patrick, what's your website? Uh, Bonesucking.com. And are your social media handles? Uh, Bonesucking and Bonesucking Sauce, depending on the platform. Okay. And
1: are you, which platforms are you on? Oh
0: gosh. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Okay. Um, you know, and growing TikTok. We're learning TikTok. So yeah, that's that's. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, that's pretty much us and YouTube. So check us out on all those, and help us to grow on all those. We need all the help we can get.
1: Please. <laughs> Is there a um, place on your website where people can see what stores you're located in?
0: Yep, the Bone Sucking Store Locator. Okay. Um, and they can just put in their zip code and it'll, it'll narrow it down. And, and also on there, if you see something's out of date or something needs to be added, we need to know that too. Yeah. We definitely need help on that.
1: All right. Well, thanks for being on here, Patrick.
0: Yeah. Justin, thanks, man. I really appreciate it.
1: All right. That was another episode of the North Carolina Foods You Love podcast. I'm your host, Justin Raymond. And thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the North Carolina Foods We Love podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss out on other must-try North Carolina foods. Also, it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a review. Don't forget to support local, and we hope you have a great one.